Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the You Know Exactly podcast. This is a show where I interview passionate people who knows exactly what they want to do, and they're doing it right now, and they're making a living out of it. In this last part of the interview with Josephine Yao, she's going to talk about the first job that she got after the boot camp, and she's also going to give some advice on people that are starting their career path in becoming a full stack software engineer, and also some advice for people that are struggling within the business. So let's get started with the last part of this interview. So after you got done with that program, what did you do after? So after my program, like even before my program ended, um, I was actually approached by the bootcamp to see if I wanted to become a technical coach there. Nice. Um, Yeah. And I actually was very surprised that they reached out to me because Honestly, I'm not, I'm not the best coder, like out of my cohort, I wouldn't say I'm the best or anything. So I was always wondering, like, why would you reach out to me, you know? Um, and they basically said that, you know, coding is something that you can always learn. You don't have to be the best at it. Um, but they really saw um, how much I enjoyed helping my other cohort, cohort mates and, they're just like, you know, we would love for you to be a coach. Um, we see how well you interact with people, how much you want to help. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was, you know, that's where like the imposter syndrome, like really set in as well. Um, I was like, can I actually teach people how to code? Can I actually do this? Um, and so I was like, you know what, let me just try. Because even though they approached me, I still had to go through the whole interview process. I had to go through, you know, speaking with the the program director there. I had to do a technical challenge. Um, And then eventually I was accepted. And even after being accepted, I was still like, dude, can I do this? Can I actually help people? Um, so it was, it was actually really hard for me when, um, I was teaching my first class I had, I was just not confident and I was scared that I wouldn't be able to help anyone. Um, but I really appreciate the time that I had being a technical coach because I not only got to reinforce all the concepts that I learned from the bootcamp, um, but it was nice building that confidence with like helping other people Um, even if I didn't know the answer, I was very honest about it. I was like, Hey, you know, I don't know that answer, but let's, let's try and find out. And, you know, like through our research together, like Googling and whatnot, like we were eventually able to find the answer. Um, and I think everyone saw that, you know, not only do you have to have like coding skills, but you also need to be able to, I think Googling is actually an underrated skill like yeah you know yes. and yeah so it, it was like you know fun uh doing that and just like helping people um so yeah I I really enjoyed my time there I feel like I learned a lot um and yeah it was really fun helping people do you remember your first paid coding job not as a technical coach but you're like being a coder yeah. So 
So six months after being a technical coach, I actually got a new job um, at a oil and gas company in Houston. And that was my very first like developer, big girl job. Um, and the company was actually a fortune 500 company that I was pretty surprised that they were pretty open to bootcamp grads. Cause typically I feel like for fortune 500 companies, they want like, you know, a CS grad, all that accreditation, all that good stuff. Um, but it was really cool because at this company, their director was actually a bootcamp grad himself. And so that's why he was, he was known to take chances on bootcamp grads. So I was given it a chance um, and I was really grateful for it. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't easy to get in. Um, first, I had to do a bunch of interviews uh, with like different directors, different like team leads. Like it was really nerve wracking. Um, another thing was that I had to do a take home uh, technical challenge as well. And that wasn't easy. Uh, Gosh. Yeah, that one I was like, oh, like this is so hard. Um, but I was able to finish that. Um, and then after I got hired on, they actually have like, um, what's that called? Uh, it's like an onboarding, uh, onboarding test, not test, program. There you go. It's like an onboarding program that you have to do. And you have to go through these different courses and pass. Like you have to be able to answer the questions. And all these questions are coding questions of like topics that I wasn't familiar with. So the good thing about the bootcamp grad is that it taught you how to learn and like keep learning. And it gave you like the fundamentals, but it really didn't teach like coding is just like such a big world. There's always something to learn. And I quickly learned that when I got this new job, I was like, wow, okay. Like my bootcamp didn't go over this stuff, but um, I ended up learning it. I ended up passing the, um, the onboarding process. And yeah, I was there for about like almost two years, about a year and a half, almost two years. Wow. And yeah. And basically what we were working on was, have you ever heard of ADP? It's like a, like an HR. Yeah. Hour tracking. Yeah. I have, I have heard of ADP. I think I've might've worked at places that uses ADP. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, we were basically creating that for our company. So we're keeping track of like timesheets, like hours, uh, day offs, all of that. And we were doing that internally for the Fortune 500 company. So that was a really cool like project to do because I was like, wow, like I didn't know that we can build this in-house for such a big company. And the fact that I was one of two front-end developers working on that that was just like crazy to me. And nice. yeah, I learned a lot from that, from that job. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty grateful that they gave me a chance to just even work there. Yeah. So that, that was pretty cool about your first pay coding job. Now, when you were looking for your, your first pay coding job, were you thinking about like, Oh, I'm a, maybe I should just do freelancing rather than working you know, at a company, was that something that you were interested in? 
Yeah, I thought about it, but um, I think I really wanted to actually get experience in the industry um, at a company. Um, I wanted to see how it works, how, you know, how developers, like what they do on a daily basis. And I think freelancing was kind of like, I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll do that a little bit later. Um, So I, I mostly wanted to gain more experience with an actual company, but freelancing wasn't like off, like, you know, off the, the books for me, but I think I wanted to focus more on getting a, a job with a company. Nice. Yeah. That's very cool. So, you know, we, we kind of look back on your history and also why you decided to pursue coding as your career now, you know, obviously it's great to have a coding job and, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm pretty sure it's very satisfying for you to be able to, you know, you've proven yourself that you're able to do it. So that's a good Mm -hmm. thing. And let's talk about the challenges you're facing now. Like, Like what are the challenges you're facing as a developer right now? As a developer right now, um, I think like the biggest challenge is just trying to stay up to date with all of the new technologies. Um, There's always, like I said, there's always something to learn and it's just like keeping up with it might be the hardest thing because not only like during work, but you know, it's something that you kind of have to do proactively. So, you know, after work on the weekends, um, just things like that. Um, I would say that's probably the hardest part right now. Um, but at my at my current company, it's it's great because a lot of the developers there, um, they also try to keep up to date with like the latest technologies and they'll send articles, uh, recommend books. Um, so it's always nice to, you know, like kind of see what other people see and, you know, hear their recommendations. Um, so I would say that's the hardest part, but it's also like really fun too when you're learning new things. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So really to keep keep up with the latest trends in technology is yeah. probably the hardest. Do you find yeah. yourself, you know, working, you know, during off hours as well? Or has has your life balance been equal? Um So I would say my life balance has been better, especially at this company. Um, But definitely from the time that I started the bootcamp all the way until I would say the company where I worked at the oil and gas uh, company, that was like nonstop. And even after technically like work hours, I was still working because there was such an immense pressure to keep up with all the other experienced developers there. Um, and I'm not saying like now I don't do that at all. Cause there, there are days where like, um, I have to do that, especially during like more busier times, like black Friday or whatnot. Um, but I think definitely at this company, I still, I have a better uh, work-life balance now. Um, but before it was it was like the time you wake up, you're working until the time that you sleep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's that's terrible. I know. 
I know, it was terrible, but, but you had to do it. That was exactly. Yeah, I had to do it. Yeah, especially as a someone that just graduated from a boot camp, I feel like there's a lot that you feel like you need to prove. So, um, you know, staying up to date with not only the things that you learn, but all the new technologies that it's coming out, all these things are just coming like left and right. And so you really have to dedicate that time in order to be on top of it. You're in a good spot with your career. You know, you're making a good living out of it. No, I don't know the the exact salary for a software developer, but I'm sure it is very high. Let's say it is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, What are some of your advice for people that are thinking about pursuing this as a career? And regardless of whatever age they're at, you're you're there just about to finish college uh, after they're they just graduated from high school, about to go to college, or someone that's you know in their forties and they decided like I want something to change in my career. You know what is yeah. what's your what's your advice? Mm-hmm. So the first thing I would say is if you're interested in coding, um, I would really try and do different projects. For example, for my boot camp, I did the boot camp prep course where it gave me an, a free introduction into coding. Um, it was still very intense because there was a lot to learn. Um, but if you actually research thoroughly, um, you know, make some projects, make some fun projects on the side, um, you know, talk to different people, like do your research before you actually invest in this career, because honestly, it's not for everyone. And I'm not saying that like, like people can't become software engineers, but I think like, if you really want to do something just with like anything in life, you have to really want it. It's not just going to be handed to you. Um, even at my boot camp, there are people that completed the boot camp, but the, they didn't, they weren't able to get a job. So it's, it's really what you put into it, um, where you're able to get the most out of it. Um, so I would say, yeah, first do your research, make sure you actually like it before you actually want to commit to it. Um, the second thing I would say is to practice, like make sure you're practicing coding every single day, even like, let's say you take a boot camp or go whatever, like you want to, uh, self-teach or self-learn, um, you have to code every single day. Coding is literally like another language. And if you stop for, I don't know, one, two, three months, you will forget that. And I've had, as a technical coach, I've seen people where they're like, oh, you know, like I just completed this really intense program. I'm going to take a break. And after taking like a three month break, they go back to it and they realize that they forgot everything and they have to start over from step one. And I I feel like that's really hard to get back into once you've taken a break. So if you really want to pursue this practice, you have to practice every single day, even if it's for 30 minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever, you have to practice it. Um, Even me, like if I don't code for like, I don't know, more than a month, I'm like, wait, how did I do this before? You know, so you forget. It's like, it's, yeah. it's really easy to forget. Um, and then I would say the third thing uh, would be to network. 
I think with any job, uh, networking is extremely important, but in particular for me as a bootcamp grad, um, a lot of these jobs that I were, I was able to get, they were through connections. And I think that's why uh, it helped me a lot to go to an in-person bootcamp because I met a lot of people and uh, my bootcamp was actually in a WeWork. So there was a lot of other people there, young professionals, entrepreneurs that we met as well. And those were the connections that helped me get my next job and then the job after that. So those are probably the top three, but I would say maybe networking is probably the most important because you just have to be there for, you just have to be there at the right time, yes. you know, it's always about time. to get exactly to get that opportunity. You don't have to be the best coder, um, but if you know the right person and you're there at the right time, someone will take a chance on you. And that's what happened to me. So nice. I, I attribute it to luck, but I also attribute it to my hard work to get to that point. That's good. And how much would people have to invest if they're starting this as a career? I mean, going to that boot camp, I'm sure it might cost some money. Yeah. So for me, the boot camp was around like 15K. Um, there are scholarships that you can take. Um, there's loans that uh, you can take as well. Um, and there's different boot camps where you can go for free. But after you graduate and you get a job, uh, then they take a portion of your income. And I don't know the like all the details on that, but there's like a lot of different ways. Um, but for my boot camp in particular, it was roughly 15k, and I don't know if that's gone up, but you probably have to invest around that. Yeah, it's a big investment, yeah. so it's it definitely is. something that people should research on and whether or not it's something they want to do. Now, yeah, you know, we just give some advice on people that are thinking about starting as, as a career. What is some advice for people that are already in, you know, already doing this as a career, but they're struggling? They're struggling to find a job. They're struggling to find like freelance gigs. What's your advice for them? I think it would go still back to like networking. Like if they're trying to find their next job or they're struggling right now, it doesn't hurt to reach out to other people. Um, the one thing I've learned about the tech industry is that there's a bunch of people that just want to help out. Um, everyone that I've talked to so far has been really open, supportive, and helpful. So even if you just reach out to a stranger on LinkedIn and you know maybe maybe they won't reply, but the ones that do and take the time to, um, you might get some like really good insight from them. And you never know, like, Maybe you invite someone for coffee and then they have an opportunity and it just leads to so many doors. Um, so I, I would really say like networking is probably um, a, a big one. Um, and also utilizing your current network, right? I feel like a lot of times, like we don't reach out to the people we already know. We're kind of like, okay, well, I just, I don't know anyone, but it's like, did you actually look like maybe you have like, I don't know, five different friends that are working at these tech companies. Maybe they're not software engineers, but they might know someone, they might know the recruiter who, you know, has a, a job position open. So I think networking is a pretty big one. 
Um, and let me think another, <laughs> another advice, uh, would just be to just take a break. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I just feel like maybe that's advice for me, but you know, we're, we're on the computer all day and sometimes we're trying to solve really difficult problems, but sometimes you just really just need to step away for like one or two hours and come back to it. And that's usually when your mind is refreshed and you can figure it out. I've had times where I spent all day trying to figure out a problem and it wasn't until I just stepped away and then went to sleep. I woke up the next morning and I literally figured out the problem in 10 minutes. So this happened to me more than like I would say a handful of times. So that's my next advice to just take a break when you need to. Yes, definitely. Yeah. That is definitely good advice for pretty much anyone that feels yeah. overworked, right? Yeah, Regardless exactly. what field you're in, take yeah. a break because, you know, burnout is real. Yeah. Drink some water, do some stretches, walk your dog. Yeah. Good yeah. advice. Now, yeah. one of the things I had to ask my guests are, you know, this one final question. So for any, what I would like to know is your advice for anyone, regardless of what feel they're pursuing and what they're going to do in their life. What's your advice for them? If, if they see a goal that they want to reach for, they want to succeed in it. What's your advice for them? Regardless of, you know, if they're doing programming or some other career. I don't know. There's like so many things I could say. Um, I would say if you really want, if there's something that you really want to do in life, but let's say it's going to take a long time it's a lot of work. Um, it's a lot of money, like all these things that you're thinking of. Um, I think that you should just do it. I, like, I feel like that's so cliche, like just do it. Um, but time is going to pass regardless of what you choose. And I think it's better to go after something that, you know, will make you happy. And I guess even if you don't know if it's going to make you happy, but you just want to try it, just do it. Because I think the last thing we want is, I, I guess I, I'm speaking for myself, I can't speak for everyone, but the last thing that I would want is to be on my deathbed and have regrets about things that I should have done, I wanted to do, but I just didn't do because I thought that it would take a lot of time, a lot of money, X, Y, and Z. Um, just, just do it. Um, just do what makes you happy. Don't, don't think about like other people. Don't think about like your parents telling you like, oh, is that, is that job good enough? You know, is it going to make you a lot of money? Whatever. Um, just do what you want to do and time will pass regardless of what you choose to do. So you might as well choose something that you actually like doing. That is some good advice. That's for <laughs> anyone out there listening, you know, regardless what your passion is. Just do it. Yeah. You know exactly what you want to do. Just do it. And yeah, good advice, Josephine. That's what Thank I like. You. I, I like <laughs> Thank you. I, I want to be able to share this with everyone listening, you know, exactly what they should do mm -hmm. to pursue that goal of theirs. And that is good advice right there. Yep. Just, just take that next step. You don't need to know everything. Just take that next step toward it. Very good. Very good. Yeah. I agree. You don't have to know everything. Just mm -hmm. 
take the first step. You'll yep. learn. Yep. Well, Very true. Thank you so much, Joseph. I really appreciate you having coming on the show, talking with people. I'm sure people that are interested in doing programming or something in that software development area, you know, I think they they'll find this podcast very useful and kind of help them lead them to the right direction. Yeah, thank you for having me on and allowing me to share my story. I really no appreciate it. No problem. Where can people find you? Um, you know what? You can find me on Instagram. It's Joseph Fine Day. <laughs> so it's J O S E F I N E D A Y. So you can find me there. Um, you can also find me on LinkedIn. Um, if you just do Josephine Yao, you'll be able to find me. Just find the girl that looks like the closest to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and feel free, feel free to message me or whatnot. I usually I'm pretty good about messaging people back. Very nice. Well, thank you so much, Josephine. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the rest of your day. And I wish you all the best in your career. Thank you. You as well. It was fun. Thank you. <laughs> I think the best advice from Josephine is networking. If you're a full stack software developer and you're struggling to find a job, don't be afraid to network. So go on LinkedIn or any other social media platforms and start networking with people that are already in the industry. You got to reach out to them for help when you need the help. Again, I want to thank Josephine Yao for coming on the show. And again, you can follow her on Instagram and also find her on LinkedIn. I'll leave the links in the description. If you enjoyed this video, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify as well. And if you're on YouTube, please make sure to smash the like button and hit the subscribe button and that bell notification so you get notified of new videos. And I'll see you in the next interview.